Blog Talk Radio. Eastern, and you've got another edition of the radio show. What's going on, everybody? You got Tiki Blue, The Jerk, Easy, ATL Diva, and M16. Your boy Cujo, we may have him, we may not, but hopefully we will have him. But thank you for joining us. We definitely appreciate it. What's up, folks? Another Tuesday. Hey. What's going on, Jerk? What's up with you, man? I am right, always trying my best to enjoy the weather, but I'm I'm hurting right now. I'm hurting. Just found out that uh, the latest victim of COVID-19 testing, number 2,991,351, is no other than Keisha Lance Bottoms. I, I just can't handle it. No. It's too much. I know. Not Keisha. Auntie Keisha. Not Keisha. The, the Rona out here is relentless with no stop to it whatsoever. Well, it's the damn testing, man. If they hadn't tested it, they'd have never known, man. It's the damn testing. That's what I'm saying. The cases, the cases are going up because they're testing people. Uh, who would have thought and that? And now everybody in her house got it too. Is that for real? Damn, man, she got like eight or nine kids. That's messed up. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, I ain't say that. Yeah, there's a problem. Oh my gosh. Is it now her family has tested positive? She yeah, because she, she probably was walking around. I mean, it's a lot of stuff going on right now. She could have picked that up from anywhere. I mean, 
you know, she's at engagements, all type of stuff. She's probably trying her best, but it's all you can do. But um, real quick, um, if you're out there listening and you want to hit us with your opinion, you can do that via text 678-800-1677 if you want to hit us up, or you can email us the radio show inbox at gmail.com if you want to holler at us. All right, so we start off the show with the thing that's just dominating everything. It continues to dominate everything. It's this damn Rona, the coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever it is you want to call it, it's out there still to this day wreaking havoc, causing problems. And the one thing that we can zero in on is that with states continuing to open, even though the cases are rising, one big problem that is is being shown with this, with the cases arising, is that while people are, are trying to, you know, be out here with things being open, um, eventually they're going to start talking about opening up schools and all this other stuff. And I don't know, it just doesn't seem safe. We just were talking about the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms, has just been, you know, she's just been uh, diagnosed or tested positive for COVID. Jerk, man, I'm going to toss this at you, man. The COVID cases are rising, man. Nobody seems like they need to, you know, they're doing the social distancing the way that they should be, not wearing a mask. Then they're talking about school opening up. I know as a parent, I'm not comfortable. I know you're a parent. You're not comfortable. What is it going to take to get things in order, man, so we can get back to whatever normal life was before all this? Well, first off, the DNA tests have not come back yet. So that's not confusing. I'm sorry. We pre- okay, we're premature here. We, you might be the daddy. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, nine years is a long time for one to come back, but I'm I'm still keeping my fingers crossed. But uh, other now. than that, any day now. <laughs> but anyway, other than that, uh, we're going to need national leadership. I mean, what, there's so much that's appalling about this, and it's unfathomable that after 131,000 people have died, the superintendent of Florida schools said school has to start on time in person. Like they just they they announced the other day that a seventeen year old girl passed from COVID. She went to an event, I think it was like a church event, like a hundred some odd people showed up. I think it was maybe nineteen or twenty days later she died. Like she oh. nine days after she got there she got sick. Her mother was a nurse. They started giving her antibiotics, hydrochloroquine, a couple other drugs. Then they finally got her in to the hospital. They got her there, and I believe on the 19th of June, they wanted to put her on the – they wanted to put the tubes in her, you know, help her breathe. Family resisted. 22nd, they put her on – finally put her on the tubes, and she died the next day. Damn. She died the very next day. And, you know, there's some – if you can consider it a a religious thing – some people can just let their, you know, kids die because they don't believe in the illnesses of the blood. I can't remember what religion that is, but there are a lot of instances where neglect has sent parents to jail. In this instance, I don't know what they're going to do about this. They sat on it for a while because from what I sit, from what I found, the person who was over distributing the numbers for Florida, she was the one that found the case, just backtracking data to make sure it was correct. And she ran across the case. We would have never known that she hadn't done that recently. So it seems like for some weird, crazy reason, Trump doesn't care at all. That much I know. He doesn't care about anything but making himself look good. But what I can't figure out for the life of me is why 
these leaders in these other states across the country are like following him like he knows. I don't know if it's, they're following him like he knows what he's talking about or they're just going to practice his preaching just because he's preaching it. And I, I don't understand throwing away the lives of children, of anybody really, but you're going to put your kids at risk? Because there was I don't, there was a study a couple of months ago a couple of months ago that tried to say that children barely catch it and they don't transmit it. Come to find out, of the hundred and fifty thousand people they studied, only two percent were children. Wow, so the kids crazy. part of a different set of studies, and they found that yes, they can catch it, and yes, they can spread it. So the lies that they're trying to put out there. The people just not even attempting to think about it. They're just believing for no reason, no rhyme, no rationale, no thought. It's like if it comes out of a particular person's mouth, we shouldn't worry about it. We should normalize the death of 130,000 people over the course of a little over six months. That is crazy. That that is just that is insanity that you're uh, kind of forced to have it be the new, the, whatever it is the new normal. So let me let me bring in, and I'm not going to call you the Medea of the group because I told you I don't believe in that either. We're going to call in the very level-headed Tiki Blue on this one because she's also a parent as well. So how does I mean where you sit where you stand right now is what's your level of confidence that you would feel safe sending your kids out and what's happening right now, like everything is cool. Like if we were doing a one to 10 scale, what's your level of confidence that you're okay with that? Probably like a one, maybe two on a good day. Um, I'm just, I'm not confident at all, at all. I did send, uh, you know, my girls to summer camp for two days and my nerves couldn't really take it. Um, so they've been home with me with the exception of those two days since March 13th, pretty much. Um, and I, I, I totally get all sides of the argument. If kids don't go back to school, parents don't go back to work, point blank. It doesn't matter what you open up. It doesn't matter how, how much you say businesses are safe. If the kids are not in school, we're not going to work. That's it. There's no place to send them. That's it. Everybody doesn't have grandparents or retired family or friends or whatever that can stay home with kids that can e-school them or distance learning them or whatever the case may be. So I totally get that they have to go somewhere because, you know, let's be realistic, part of the school system is pretty much daycare, you know, at some level so that we all can go to work, whether it's before school the regular school hours or a little bit of after school, if it wasn't for that school, you know, time, we wouldn't be able to go to work every single day. So I get that they need the schools to open up, but I'm just not confident in the way it's being done because, to be honest, the people that are reopening the schools, they don't have any more of a clue than the rest of us. They're not even confident in it themselves. And you can see that. I mean, think about it now. First they said schools were going to start one day. Now they're like, wait a minute, let's push it back to a different day. So now schools are starting a few days later than they thought they were going to start. You know, and, you know, every school is kind of like, well, what is this district going to do? What is that district going to do? We kind of want to all be on the same page. 
because, you know, just the way Atlanta is set up, we can't have too much variation in the way the school schedule runs because of the way parents work around here. Um, but, like I, you know, like I said, they, they have no clue. So I'm not confident because they're not even confident. We're not through the first wave like we'd hope we'd be through by now, you know, from back in the spring. Cases are getting worse. You all have already said that. Who is who's to even say that we'll even be on any type of decline a month from now or five weeks from now? I mean, are you confident in five weeks this is going to be on the decline? Because think about where we were five weeks ago. You think in five more weeks we're going to, you know, have some sort of miracle um, transformation happen? Probably not. So I just think it's going to be, for lack of a better word or a better phrase, a clusterfuck in five weeks from now. And I fully agree with you because the only way we fix this is to do what we what the plan was the first time. The thing is, we didn't see through the plan at all. Like mm-hmm. they start, started the numbers leveling off, and they started them seeing the decline a little bit. They were supposed to have two consistent weeks of decline before anybody started opening up anything. It we declined for like a few days. It, it declined like Can't a few days. And Kim then they started just opening the floodgate. Yeah. Say what? I said, Kim said, hold my beer. He was the first one to start opening up. So you can get your tattoos and so Cujo can have his bowling party and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, they 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 jumped the, out the gun. Because the models are and out I, there. If you look at the rest of the world that did this right, you go out, you shut it down, you keep it shut down until it gets to levels where you can – at least do a decent job of contact testing, and then you can separate, isolate, and everybody else can go back. We never got down to those levels. We never let it get low enough to be controllable. And there was some guy, I think he was in Florida too, that says at this point there is no possibility of contact tracing in Florida. It's so rampant, they would have to completely shut it down and start all over again to get it to work. Yep, yep, I saw that. And to be honest, that's really the only way we're going to be able to get a handle on it because at this point, nobody gives a damn about social distancing. I've never seen so many people fight over putting a piece of cloth over their face in my life. I mean, it's three things we have to do, people. Three, and it's three of the easiest things. Put your mask on, wash your hands, and back up a little bit. That is essentially all we need to do. That's it. That's all we got to do is put your mask on. Whatever kind of face covering you have, yeah, I get it. Nobody wants to breathe through them. They're all uncomfortable. They're all ugly. We all look stupid. We totally get that part. But if it can reduce infections or the spread of infections and save somebody else's life, you know, maybe help some of you all who didn't think your breath sank. Now you know that your breath really does sink. So when this is all over, you go get that taken care of. (laughs) Wash your hands and just back up a little bit. That's it. (laughs) That's all we, we got to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Leave it to Tiki. Diva, Diva, what did, no, you don't. You say that, but you don't. <laughs> Diva, what, 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 what do you say about this, this whole thing? Like, where do we go? Like, where is the, like, we like to say, what is the end game with this? Where do we get off this ride? Okay. I'm sick of 2020, but what do we do? 2022. Well, I don't know because since the United States doesn't value education, nor do they ever follow directions. 
it's gonna be like the scariest Six Flags ride of our life. I don't even know if there's there's a, you know, honestly, I know if it affects like the right powerful people, things will change. Period. Like some high profile people are gonna have to die, and that's just the end of it. And then they'll take it seriously. But until then, I just think it's not really affecting enough powerful people. If enough powerful people are affected, then that invokes enough change quick enough. Um, Also, I just think that parents are going to have to use their best judgment. I mean, most parents are probably not going to send their kids back to school. Um, You know, people aren't going to want to go back to work. I mean, this isn't going to change anytime soon. So until enough of them realize that, I mean, People are going to have to use their best judgment and just not listen to what politicians. All of it is driven by money um, because I don't see why you would put children who don't understand the concept of social distancing. Kids are just very lovable. They want to play. They want to hug. They they touch them. Most of y'all have spent, like, a large significant of time just trying to keep things out your kid's mouth. Am I correct? (laughs) So... It's like, how can you, you know, with the germs and all that stuff, kids have a cold all the time at school because of passing germs. Like, so I can't imagine putting them in a cesspool of COVID and thinking that that's going to work. So, um, yeah, I, it's sad, but I really don't know what it's going to take. I mean, this is come, going to the same people who can't understand that if you kneel for a flag that you're, you don't hate the military, like, you know. So, I mean, educational concepts in America, it's already bad before this. So, I mean, putting a mask on your face and social distancing, I can understand why that's, that's very hard for them to conceptualize. Um, so, I, yeah, I, so listen not, to what you just said. I'll throw this question out there. Do you think if Trump died of COVID-19, all these people would stop and be like, holy shit? After the parade? Possibly. The pr- you know, Ooh, maybe, but would they even admit? <laughs> would they even admit that he died from COVID? Though, you know what I'm saying? I think they lie and say he died from something else before they admit that he died from COVID. Conspiracy Do you think they'd be honest about it? No, God, no, no. I don't I think they'd be honest I about it. I mean, you, you had yeah. his personal physician give his first physical saying that he was six four, two hundred and thirty nine pounds. Like, no. No. Yeah. On that hamburgers every day. That's laughable. <laughs> Let me ask a, a question to y'all. Since when did public health become political? I mean, Tiki was just mentioning mentioned about it before about you know something as simple as wearing a mask, where people are legitimately feeling offended if somebody's asking them to do something that could get things back to the way they want to be. Um. I know that we haven't we, we got two of our panel folks we hadn't heard from Easy or your boy Kujo. Either one of you guys, you know, feel free to jump in on this one. But when since when did something as simple as wearing a mask become political where if you know, you're showing your American spirit and showing that you have rights by not wearing a mask that could save yours or somebody else's life? How does that even equate? Well, I got two points on this. So my first point uh, you know, who, the jerk made this point earlier. You know, if if the White House would just take this seriously and say, like, Trump would just let the words come out of his mouth, hey, wear a mask, 
if you would just wear a mask in public and set the example, I don't think we would be in the situation that we're in when it comes to the spikes because, you know, you got your local uh, leaders saying one thing and then you have the leader of the whole free world saying something completely different. You know, the CDC's out there. They're a very reputable organization. Uh, they have a lot of smart people that work for them, and they're telling you, they're recommending what you need to do. And that's the thing. They're they're just recommendations. They're not laws. They're not really, I mean, nobody really listens to them anyway. So they need backup from these politicians and these leaders to say, like, hey, the CDC saying this, this is something we need to do. So I think the biggest problem there is that, um, you know, the, the Trump administration in general is just not taking it seriously. And, I mean, even his son's girlfriend got it, and he's still not wearing masks. He's still holding events and rallies. And at this point, it's just pure ignorance. The second point, though, <laughs> I want to make is that if you look at the local leadership of where these cases are spiking, look at the political affiliation of those governors. Um, New York and Louisiana, you know, both have Democratic governors, and they were literally hotspots with this disease. And both of those governors have been very strict and very firm on their mandates and their directions to the, the people that live in those states. And New York has basically become the example of how you can control the virus. You can't really control it, right? But they've definitely toned it down to a point where, you know, they had like a thousand people dying a day to where now they have like six, which obviously is still unfortunate that people are dying from it, but it's way better than what it was. No, you make a good, you make a good point. What makes this scary? What makes this really scary about to me is you really see how that follower, how some people just really need to be led, because yep. the most blatant numbers to me, just the easiest things to look at to see whether or not something works, is the fact that medical professionals who work in COVID hospitals have a lower rate of getting the disease than some of these cities. That's saying something. That's saying that something they're doing works. What are they doing more than anybody else? Covering their faces and their bodies. You know, they're they're wearing PPE. If the if if, <laughs> if you jump in a pool of red dye and you come out still white because you had tape on, you don't want to turn red. Put on tape. You know, I, I, don't, I don't. But that's to your first point. To your second point, I'm I'm concerned about Louisiana because you're surrounded by so many dipshits. Okay. That 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 is <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you know, I think, you know, Diva made a good point too. Like I don't even think a celebrity has to get it and die from it. I just think it it's gotta hit home for everybody. Like there've been a lot of people who probably didn't take it seriously, but then somebody that was close to them or somebody that was close to a friend got it and probably passed away or got really sick. You know, sometimes it's just got to hit home for you to realize, like, okay, this is real. 
Yeah, you mean like that poor bastard in California that took it seriously and died the next day? <laughs> I felt for him, but he went to that party. 28 members of his family got it. He got it. Oh. Got real sick, went on Facebook saying how much he wished he had taken it seriously, and he died from coronavirus the next day. He had five kids. He he left his wife with five children to raise on her own Mm. because he was tired of sitting in the house. That's going to get people really messed up. That's going to get people real messed up with this. I'm tired of sitting in the house mess. How many people knew about the the pool party that happened in Atlanta like the other, like was it this weekend where there were so many people at a pool party? You sure that wasn't like that? a low key orgy? Because that video was out of pocket. That, oh, that was oh. that should have been on uh, EET Uncut, honey. I was like, yeah, that video was hella out of pocket. I watched though. I was curious and stuff, but I was just like, ooh, uh, they twerking, but they might have the Rona. <laughs> but she's a dance though. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible, but I mean, it did look like fun, but I just can't see the consequences. This right here, it's like, what is it going to take to get back to whatever normalcy is? No matter what you feel or how you feel like you might want to push it under the rug, the Rona is still out there, all right? It's still there. It's not going to go away just because they're telling you to take your ass out there. You go ahead and take your ass out there if you want to without your... You're, as the jerk said, without your PPE on and find out what's out there waiting on you. Cujo, and the man. answer isn't to uh, hurry up and reopen the economy because no. Florida, how that's going. They hurried up and reopened the economy, and all of the the south part of the state, like Miami, Miami-Dade County, Coral Gables, all that, they shut right the hell back down. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point? Mm-hmm. There is a none. I, w- I was trying to um, bring Cujo in real fast here, and I just wanted to ask him, man, did you have your bowling party yet, man? Stuff is open. Did we? Ha- is the party still happening? Uh, it's been happening. It's, it's a back-to-back. Um, it, it's a daily uh, thing that we're that we're doing. So anybody wants to join us, just uh, you know, DM me. Let me know. Uh, I'll shoot you the details on our. Bolorama Fest. We have we haven't we haven't Ooh. nailed down a name. We haven't nailed down a name yet, but it's happening. Trying to you know get out out here and, and get involved because you know that's an important thing to open up is make sure that people can bowl, get haircuts, and uh, get tattoos. You know what? Yeah. We really went Both, we really went serious on this one, but coronavirus is serious and people need to be taking it as such. I have noticed the influx of people on my IG who are going to get tattoos right now. No. I find that very interesting. (laughs) That is not essential. You do not need to go get a tattoo. That is needle, blood, fluid, all of that. It's just too much. Because even and I talked about that on on an aftermath that we did uh, over the weekend where it was a lot of businesses that were considered essential that should not have been considered essential. And we were just saying that if certain places were just closed where they left it to things that truly needed to be open, gas stations, grocery stores, hospitals, police stations, and close everything the hell down and tell people to stay in their houses, and we had a solid month of that, we would probably be in better shape. But 
man, when you got lawn care businesses, wrestling leagues, uh, any other thing, dry name, you know, cleaners, like yeah, I don't. As much as I love to get that fire ass crease in my pants, like I don't need that right now. Like, why are cleaners open? Like, we we were very loose on the word essential. Like, we had paper companies still open. Like, who the hell needs important documents shredded right now? Like, come on. It just, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I it. think some it, businesses it actually work very well through it because they really don't have to have contact with anybody. Like, the lawn care people, you know, we have people who cut our grass. He comes, no contact with us at all because you pay online and come cut the grass, leave. Like, there's no person-to-person contact with some of these services. Like, you're good, but something for you yeah, but if the goal a lot is, of things. If the goal is you're trying to keep as many people in the crib as possible, like, you got to be pretty strict on what's considered an essential business. Like, the farthest I'd go to say that this is an essential business is probably – like a, a car auto repair shop. Like, that is probably the farthest I would go and say, hey, that's essential. You got to draw the line somewhere because, you but know, like this is the said, problem. Essential is a preference, right? Because if it's not an industry that you're quite acquainted with, it's easy for, and this is just devil's advocate, it's easy for you to say that's not essential. But somebody else can right, come along and see that's the problem they had when they were trying to say what's essential and not. It was it wasn't consistent. It was all based on a personal preference of what the person who made the decisions considered essential. But that's where personal the, interest. The president. That's where the local right. leaders have to come right. in and say, "Hey, this is what it is." Like throw away the lobbying, throw away the the money, the political interest. Hey, lives are on the line. These are the essential businesses. In the story, saying your whole yeah, throw your house, throw away the money. He says, <laughs> "I don't say <laughs> throw it away." <laughs> they're they're they're, 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 they're driving I mean, but you got to consider the people who are making these decisions. The whole reason they make any decision is a financial influence. So, you know, if I'm friends with you and I'm like, "Yo, I really can't afford to take my business to take a hit right now," and I'm like, "Look." I need you to keep my damn name off that list. I mean, would you feel that pressure if you've got 15 people calling you like that? Could you hold up against that? A lot of these politicians mm. cannot do it. And that's well, really what it comes uh, down to is who they want to pay unemployment to and who they don't want to pay unemployment to. And that's what makes exactly. it essential or non-essential. So one thing that's for certain in this whole thing is that people definitely 100% need to be taking this disease seriously because if you don't, the things that you felt like were normal or whatever sense of whatever life you wanted to come back, the more you push it during this time, the more time it's going to take to get back to whatever was considered normal. And uh, I can say in this so concludes Rona talk until something else crazy happens again during the week. Yeah, no, maybe, probably. <laughs> Gotta start taking it seriously, putting your mask on. Well, thanks to everybody out there taking a listen to the radio show. We definitely appreciate it. This would normally be the time that I would uh, swing it over to EZ, but 
we don't have any ads this week because, well, we just don't. It just happens sometimes. We'll have something for you next week. Um, coming up in just a second, we're going to do another triple play of songs from three underground artists that I'm about to tell you about. When we come back from the music, we're going to have Cujo Snack Plug, and then we're going to discuss the complete mess that is Terry Crews because that brother needs a little bit of, he needs somebody to talk to or something. Somebody needs to get him straight, but we're going to discuss him, social media, and some other things as well. So in this uh, triple play of songs here, um, so the first song that we're going to hear is an artist uh, named Ben Garden. His song is called Pray For Me. After that one, we got Tory Blue with Goddamn Thing, and then we're going to finish our um, trio of songs with Young Rap with Suicidal Tendencies. So um, if you want to hit us up, if you have any opinions on what we just talked about with the coronavirus, you can text us 678-800-1677. I'll repeat it again, 678-800-1677 if you want to share your feelings about whatever it is that's going on right now. So we're about to hop into this music. So just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show, and we'll be right back in just a second, or whenever I find the song on the soundboard. Oh, there we go. All right, we'll be back in just a second.
Welcome back. Welcome back. It's your boy, The Jerk, and the radio show. You just heard from friends of the show, Ben Garden, Pray For Me, Toy Blue, Goddamn Thing, and Young Rapid Suicidal Tendencies. I'm here with Tiki Blue, ATL Diva, EZ, M16, your boy Cujo. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you want to call in, the number is 516-387-1805. Text 678-800-1677. Listen live or in the podcast on the Block Talk Radio. We're on all kinds of streaming services, iTunes, Spotify, and you can also visit us on Facebook at the Radio Show 2015. And if you feel like emailing, if people even still do that anymore, the Radio Show Inbox at gmail.com. Welcome back to the show. I hope you enjoyed the first segment where we went through the Megala Blues of COVID-19. Hopefully, you guys are keeping yourselves safe out there. And I bring you back to a love segment of the show. Well, we work on keeping you chubby for your hubby with the snack plug. Take it away, Pujo. 
you know, once again, you come to me in the hopes of finding a, a delicacy that will tickle your fancy. Um, I've been sticking a lot with cereals, and, and I am going to continue in that fashion uh, with with something that I recently tried, and that was the Hershey Kisses cereal. This will be a very short plug. Anybody who likes Cocoa Puffs will like this because it tastes exactly like Cocoa Puffs. It is made by um, General Mills, which I believe makes Cocoa Puffs. And uh, yeah, so they basically took Cocoa Puffs and made them triangular. Slapped the Hershey's Kisses. You know, got a little graphic artist to slap some Hershey's Kisses uh, graphic on there. And yeah, they repackaged and refolded it. I will say side by side, if you ate the two, there was a slight difference in taste with the Hershey's Kisses. Very slight. And that could just be me wanting to give General Mills the benefit of the doubt that they wouldn't do a bad job and just resell something else. But it's Cocoa Puffs. It's, it's fucking Cocoa Puffs. Grab a box if you like Cocoa Puffs. Yo, did you time that out? Applause for Kujo. You time that? I'm just getting you better. He is a snack connoisseur. Like, literally, he's the reason I actually look at the snack aisle when I go to the grocery store now. <laughs> look, if, if, if I influence one person to change their grocery store uh, foot traffic route, then I, I've... I've I can die happy. Are you sure that that isn't the snacks that are contributing to that? Because it's some it's some sugary stuff, man. But it's always something good. <laughs> um, it is. I can't find the Lucky Charms ice cream, man. I've been trying to look for that, and I cannot find it. Try um, where did I get my phone? Uh. Walmart or Publix? It was one of the two. Um, really, Publix? It was Walmart. It was def- It was. It was definitely Walmart. Oh, yeah, I never go to Walmart. Wear a mask. Yeah, that's not. That's not what he's saying. <laughs> saying don't go there because the, today is, um, you know, the the whole seven seven blackout thing. I'm gonna bite my tongue on on that, and we're gonna stick to what we. We're originally supposed uh-huh. to talk about after the break because we don't need me ranting about stuff. We're just going to keep it moving at this Speak point. Your mind, brother. Speak your mind. Nah, I, I we, want to we throw myself to... at, the mercy, at the mercy of the black court. And uh, I want to confess <laughs> to the fact that I bought something on Amazon today. And I also <gasps> went to Publix. Yeah, I also went to Publix and, and bought some food. And um, yeah. So I forgot. I honestly, okay, so I, I partially blame black people because I saw like T.I. and a bunch of other folks posted. This was like, what was it, like June when they first started kind of trying to come up with this? And then like I didn't see anything else about it until today. 
Like Giannis said, I know reminders. There were no posts like, hey, don't forget tomorrow is blackout day or seven days ago. Like, hey, next week is blackout. I see none of that. I just woke up today and it was on my timeline. And I had already bought stuff. So, whatever. Okay, who got the echo? And I'm with you on that because they could have gave us a text blast or something because I'm going to be on that same court floor with you. I forgot. One, I've been boycotting Facebook and detoxing myself from social media for the last few weeks. So nobody bothered to text me this information to remind me. And I myself went and got my free sandwich from Chick-fil-A because they did bother to text me and tell me, hey, you got a free sandwich and your rewards today that you need to come use. Mm. So I went and used Mm. that. Communication. That's what I'm talking about. Communication is key. Then I went to Costco, and I saw plenty of us in there as well. And I went on to Publix and saw plenty of us in there as well. So apparently uh, we need to get up with the people who are running the communications uh, campaigns for Chick-fil-A and have them blast out uh, maybe a a do-over for the blackout. I don't know. Maybe we can do that. But, Tiki, you have to admit yours you have to admit, Tiki, yours is worse because at least the Amazon driver will probably be black. Probably. That probably. is correct. Probably but in my case, I just see a white Amazon driver on this side of town. Yeah. I was going to say, most of the time if they come, well, I guess you must be talking about in traffic, because how often have you seen the person that's dropping off your Amazon package. You've never seen that person leaving it. You just have a picture, and then your shit is right there at your doorstep. So there's never I been see, like any of them Look, look, like 98% yeah. of them are black. So whoever made that point, they're absolutely valid. correct. Very Majority valid. of them are yep. black with headphones in their heads, driving. <laughs> <laughs> driving Not giving a damn. Not giving a damn. Mine stopped wearing headphones a while ago. I just hear whatever they listening to as soon as they open the door. Actually, as soon as they pull up, they blasting music in my <laughs> on this side. I the right. funny thing about that is that I actually have a friend who has the ring alarm on her house, like for the camera. So she ordered something from Amazon. The guy comes up like almost to the bottom to the bottom steps of the porch. Mind you, there's only four stairs there, right? So he literally has on his little beats or whatever, his iPhone headsets as well. So he's listening to music. He takes, he throws the package on the porch. Like literally, dude, you're there. You could have just went like up three steps and put it on there. No, he throws it, takes a picture really quick and walks off. Yeah. I can't remember the the Amazon guy the other day when I was leaving my place and was like, hey, is that for me? He's like, no, it's for the people across the hall. And I was a little sad. And I was like, but do you have something for me? You know, because I was waiting on myself too. (laughs) And he was kind of looking at me like, I need you to get a life. But by the time I came back from the (laughs) store that day, my stuff was on the store. Oh, oh no. Uh, Amazon is hella inefficient. I will see 12 trucks roll through this neighborhood at separate times with different drivers. Like you gotta try to coordinate this shit a little bit, just a little bit. So and, and I, I think for that, like, there's some stuff you'll it'll say, "Hey, this order's coming on Thursday," and then you get a notification on your phone, 
hey, your package is going to be there at 10 o'clock tonight. Wait, what the fuck happened? How did we – how did I get a day back? I mean, I'll take it early, but how did you yeah, go from happened, Thursday to 10 o'clock at night the same night? Yep. I'll order something, and it'll, it'll, I'll have two different, two, maybe three different drivers, depending on, you know what I'm saying, what, how much stuff I order. Um, like UPS will drop something off, and then there'll be two different Amazon drivers. One came at 9 a.m., and then one came at 3 p.m. And, like, to Jerk's point, I'm, I'm thinking, like, yeah, there has to be a better way to coordinate this. Y'all are, y'all are that carbon footprint is, is big as fuck because <laughs> I've had two trucks from the same company come by here within a few hours, but they got different facilities that items are shipped from. And I mean, I'm not going to complain as long as I can get my shit here in two days or less, like whatever, do what you got to do. Yeah. Coach, I was trying to ask Tiki, what did, what did you say to the, the Amazon guy when you seen him again? You, what did you ask him? Uh, did he have, did he have my stuff? Because I was expecting it oh, that yeah, day as well. Put it right there. And I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I just realized that that's a recording. <laughs> wow. I had no idea you recorded that. <laughs> Listen, I bet you if Tiki played that track, like, next time she saw the Amazon driver, I'm pretty sure he'd just go in there and find any package for her and just put it at her door. It no, he would he, he would her find say. a very specific package to give her. He would already have a very specific package. Oh, yeah, Daddy. Put it right there. He'd be like, wait, I didn't know this came on Amazon. He'd be like, special edition. It can come wherever you want it to. <laughs> oh, God. This show, man. <laughs> This is why we come out at eight o'clock. Yeah, I can't even say the serious stuff that I was getting ready to say now with this craziness. I was just gonna say that the, I was just gonna say the you number. Started. You know, we're talking about the blackout. I, I know. You it's, it's, this. I, I know. So let's just let's just keep it let's just keep it moving. We, we were teasing before the break about Terry Crews. For God's sake, Terry Crews. What is going on with this guy? You know, first off, John Henry. Don't get me started on John Henry, okay? So not only does he have that fantastic debacle on his resume, but now he's going through this phase on social media where it's like, okay, no person should ever utter the words black supremacy. That doesn't exist. It will never exist. And he's just trying to get across this point that, I don't. I don't even know where to start with this. Like Tiki, you were the one that, that kind of brought this to the forefront. What is going on with this guy? Is he lost? Is he attempting to be woke and failing? Does he need to stay off social media? What is the deal with with Terry Crews right now? All of the above. Um. So his latest issue was he was on um, CNN on Don Lemon last night. And, you know, Don was just like, dude, what's wrong with you? What's going on? You know, why are you up here ranting and raving and talking about, you know, black supremacy again, which no one in the world understands? Um, Along with he posted, I believe it was yesterday, a tweet talking about are all black people good? No. Are all white people bad? No. That is why I basically choose to align myself with good people regardless of the 
uh, race, creed, color, nationality, ideology, all of those good things, uh, and the rest of you all should do the same. And Don Lemon was just like, what the hell are you talking about? That don't even make sense. Um, then he goes off onto a tangent about uh, Black Lives Matter and that we need to be having other conversations as well. I don't know how far you all, how deep you all want me to get into this, but uh, there's some audio attached to it. Uh, it was from CNN, like I said, Don Lemon show last night. And they're going back and forth. And Terry attempted to make the point that we can't keep having the Black Lives Matter conversation if we're not willing to have the conversation about within the black community about the lives mattering to us, our, you know, us specifically. Oh that's where he was God. going. And Don Lemon was Ooh. like, that's two different conversations. You can't even put them in the same conversation. As I said the other week, they're not germane. Um, and that's not as in Jackson. But I kind of I understand what he's saying on this because I do think you can't keep having the Black Lives Matter conversation with everyone else in the world if you're not going to have the conversation at home or internally about, okay, great, Black Lives Matter to everybody else, but do our lives matter to each other? That's what he was trying to go with this, and Don Lemon Lemon even made the point That's not what the BLM movement is about. It's about police brutality and black lives mattering to police. And Terry said, yeah, that's fine. Well, who's going to have this conversation about black lives mattering to black people? And he did make the point that you have neighborhoods that are being terrorized and basically, as he said, held hostage by our own people by gangs and drug dealers and murderers and stuff like that, but nobody's having that conversation. So Don Lemon says people are having that conversation. Maybe you should, you know, find those people and have the conversation with them, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about Mm -hmm. Black Lives Mattering in terms of police brutality. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I get what he's saying because I feel like, I don't feel like, I don't understand how we how we want to have one conversation and not have them both. I get that they're not the exact same topic, but if you're going to have the conversation about Black Lives Matter and police brutality, I feel like we also should be having the conversation in the house about Black Lives Matter. Let's stop killing each other as well, because you can't convince me. And this is just my opinion. Somebody might not agree. You can't convince me that we need to be out here marching about police killing us when we're going to keep killing us as well. Because at the end of the day, a mother bearing her child because that child has been killed by either black hands or white hands, that mother is still grieving. And it doesn't matter who killed her baby, she still got to bury her baby. So I understand what he's saying, but he's not getting his point. He's not articulating his point well, and it's just going way left, and he's about to make himself irrelevant, trying to be relevant. It makes the whole thing lost. To me, it lost. On on the fact that 
I guess the the whole the the movement wouldn't be when you when you try to compare it to I guess, what a lot of people label as black on black crime. Um, the the movement wouldn't be as strong as it is if police were prosecuted and charged with murder whenever mm-hmm. these instances happen. That's kind of the the biggest difference. One of the mm-hmm. biggest differences between the two. The 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 first being what I just said is that police. Uh, if a black man kills another black man, there's a ninety percent chance that he's going to get tried and 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 you know uh, charged and tried on those on that murder. Um, doesn't happen the same with with police. Um, the second being that I think intent matters. All all murder is wrong. I think nobody nobody wants anybody to kill anybody. Murder is wrong. The intent. I think does matter. Um, if you are attacking somebody because of the color of their skin, if you're murdering somebody because of the color of their skin or because of whatever preconceived notion you have about that person based on a physical or, you know, other characteristic or whatever, then, I mean, that's why we have hate crimes uh, as a, as a federal crime. Um, so that's the other biggest difference. A black person killing another black person is just about proximity that nigga's probably in the same five-mile radius as me. I'm going out committing a crime. I'm doing whatever. I'm murdering somebody. It's, it's, it's probably, it's, it's always about proximity, something personal, something like that. Um, uh, again, just going back to the point of intent, intent does matter. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to keep so, going, but that's, that's just all. Okay. For me, I think we've always had this discussion in the wrong order when it comes to trying to compare black on black crimes with police on black crimes, because we don't trust the police. Like we, mm-hmm. we I'm trying to find a good way to put this. If we don't address the police brutality to make us feel safe amongst the police, then we're going to try to live it, live through it and just deal with it on our own, within our own neighborhoods, without reaching out to the people who are there to help us. So the black-on-black crime will continue to happen because of proximity. It will continue to be bad and rampant because the people that we should be trusting to protect us, trust to protect us. Good so point. we don't call the police on the people we think if we think are dealing drugs. We don't call it. We don't send it right on um, – we don't snitch, and us not snitching ain't got much to do with uh, this phrase snitches get stitches. It's not a pure fear of if I snitch, somebody's going to come directly at me. It's a more so a fear of if I snitch, you're not going to protect me, and there's a double standard that if I snitch, you're going to try to catch me up. So that we, we're, we're starting from uneven playing ground when it comes to this entire conversation, but we need the trust of the civil servants who are there to serve and protect us so that we can assist them with regulating the, the, the crime in our area. Until we have that, I don't think you can slow down the black-on-black crime, not at the scale that it is, that it's at. I mean, it's going to happen. But I do think our race, our rates could possibly be worse than others. But again, if we don't trust them to help us, 
and we can't call them to help us and we think they're going to prosecute us even if we're innocent bystanders, we're kind of living in a weird wild, wild west scenario. Yeah. I mean, it's an economic conversation as well, right? So you got to also think yeah. that wherever there's poverty, wherever there's poverty, there's going to be crime. And then at an, at an right. disproportionate rate, we're, you know, black people more impoverished than other races. So, I mean, that, I think, I think, look, I think reparations might, <laughs> might solve that. And here we are back giving me my $300,000 check. Cut the check. <laughs> I mean, I think how, it's, how much I, do I y'all think, think has a, to do with him having a white wife? She's not white. She mixed, ain't it? She's not white. She's biracial. I thought she was white. She's, nah, she ain't white. She, she's hundred percent black. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, I thought she, she just, was, but I, I, I was interested <laughs> to see if you guys thought that had anything Wait. to do with it. So, so we are we are no, confirming that she's biracial. I believe she's got something like her. I thought she was just really light skinned. No, they just said she's black. If you Google Terry Crews, the first thing that one of the first things that pop up is what ethnicity is Terry Crews' wife? She's black. Oh, so she got that. um, She got that. uh, What's the what's the what's the rapper? She's she's what we call in Louisiana mulatto. Can you still say that about people? No. Only in the no. 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 I would suggest it. I mean, but it's the radio show. So, you know. I think with this whole thing is I think, does he have a point? Yes, but no matter what you do, we've all been at work and we've had, like, say, for instance, a meeting about something, you know. Oh, everybody, you know, these people come to the break room at 2 o'clock because we're going to discuss this project, right? Um. There may be other projects that you're working on, but do you mention them in a meeting that is specifically about, you know, a project that's supposed to go live, dealing with, I don't know, a new tech rollout that you got, a new system that you're going to be using? Does your other project matter? Yes. But is this the appropriate time in this meeting to bring it up? Absolutely not. This, to me, is the same thing. Are there people who are working on the internal infrastructure of black-on-black crime, yes. Is that the platform for you to bring it up? No, because that's not what it's about. Black Lives Matter has a specific niche that they're working towards. So it's kind of like you got to use some common sense with your platform in order not to work against it. That black people who are promoting Black Lives Matter aren't against stopping black-on-black crime, but the fact of the matter is when you're dealing with police who are supposed to be professionals, who take an oath, and also who you pay to do a particular job that they're not doing, which consistently is systemic that goes even far beyond just killing innocent people, incarcerating innocent people, take like it's just a huge domino effect. How can you feel like you want to distract from that movement because you want to focus on, I'm not saying what he's saying is not important. It's just timing and being appropriate in the setting that you're in and and acknowledging for what it is instead of saying, oh, well, we can't say anything about this. And so you can absolutely discuss two wrongs at the same time, just not on the same platform. So I don't understand why he keeps, 
being desensitized to this because he says multiple desensitized comments when it comes to black people. And I don't know if it's because all of the shows he worked on with other white people, it seems like he just constantly wants to say that something that black people speak out against is not true. The whole thing with Gabrielle Union, the first, he was the first person, one of the first people to be like, well, I didn't experience any racial discrimination, so, I mean, I don't really know what she's talking about. Stop speaking on stuff. Like, if you're not going to support it, sometimes just don't take anything at all, have your opinion, but just stop talking. Like, he keeps putting himself in these public platforms where he's often seen as discrediting black people more than he is supporting. So his message, although important, I think he completely keeps making himself like literally the black sheep consistently at this point now. And I don't know if maybe he just feel like he's going to say it so he can get attention. I don't know what it is, but he he hasn't learned anything from all his other previous apologies to the black community since last year. That's all I'm saying. He's still in character from white chicks. One long, <laughs> very long performance. That was a horrible movie. Hey, also, can yeah, we, can right. we, I'm, I'm willing to sign a petition to get him off Craig of the Creek. That show is too important. To, uh, that, that that is too important to the culture for him to still be a part of that. Saying the shit. We, what show? What show? Craig of the Creek. It's a cartoon. A cartoon. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Check Network. it out. It's black. It's it's oh. it's it's not overly black. You know, it's not a black cartoon, but it is very much for the culture. It ain't blackly black, black, black. Right. Like it, yeah, it's it's not like it's not like C Bear and Jamal or the PJs, you know what I mean? But <laughs> it it it's subtly black. Like it's it's just a show that everybody can enjoy, but it is it has a lot of. I mean, it's photo culture. Man. You just you just got to. It's yeah. <laughs> like, you talk, they, they, like they talk about they talk about black hair a lot. They got I mean all the voices on there. People that you recognize immediately as soon as you hear like Tisha Campbell, Lil Rail is on there. Um, oh, wow. Terry Crews does the dad. Um, I want to say DC Nash does one of the voices, something like that. Anyway, it, that show is for culture. Super dope. Cool. We got a snack plug, plug and a show plug. Well, cartoons anyway. That's pretty much all. Right. Do I need to cue up the theme music again? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Daddy, put it right there. She did it now. Was that the recording or was it, oh man, wow, I couldn't even tell. See, damn, I don't know that other day. She she did it live. Uh, I, Tiki, you were all on your that way. I thought that was a good time to, to say it. She is. She's well <laughs> on her way to working on. She need a whole aftermath dedicated to her story. We we gonna get you one of these weeks. We gonna get you. <laughs> oh yes, I must be a part of that interview. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So I, I, I know that Cujo had to hop into something, but I, I, I we, you know, we go off script all the time. So everybody on this panel has been on the aftermath, except for the jerk. Jerk, what's wrong? Yeah. Did we did we make yeah. you, did we make you mad? Like, are we not cool or something? Yeah, like, this is some serious uh, cleaning uh, up on the air. air. Man, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, wow. Yeah, I've been protested and demonstrated against for my interview skills, so unless you want to end the aftermath, strongly <laughs> suggest you follow that model. All right, the jerk will make his oh. aftermath debut this weekend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Ye
Yes. We'll talk what about if we did a we'll, test interview? We'll, we'll oh. talk about it. Um, we got a we got a full aftermath schedule for the rest of July, so maybe he can get in where he fit in. I'm just messing with him. I know I'm gonna get a uh, angry text from Jerk later, but you know it's, it's worth the he's fun. Not, on he's the not air, joking so. at all. He he was definitely trying to uh, bait you into hopping on one. Yep. Yeah. This was this was his uh this was his promposal. He pretty that, much that proposed in front of the entire of school. That. Yeah. In, instead so of being one on one, you know. Can't say no if there's an audience. There you go. Exactly. Well, oh, I guess that's why I'm not saying no. Ah, so you didn't know. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Jerk coming to the other map. We'll talk about it. We'll get it straight. But um, we uh. We did have something else to hop into. Your boy Cujo, man, bringing the uh, bringing it again. So, what do you have for us, sir? Okay, so I think I think everybody. Well, I don't say everybody. Some people don't mind. I don't mind as much as some people do. But everybody has their feelings about the current state of uh, movies, uh, cinema, uh, the direction that everybody's kind of going with uh, remakes and reboots and. Uh, a 30-year gap between sequels <clears throat> coming to America. Anyway, um, but what what would what would you say to the idea of instead of rebooting or remaking things that were popular already, reboot something that may have had a decent concept, but the execution might have been off. Meaning it was a terrible fucking movie or a terrible TV show, but you kind of you kind of saw the vision. You kind of saw what it could have been. Why don't we try to remake those, remake the bad movies instead of remaking the stuff that was already done well? Like John Henry? And, oh. <laughs> now, see, okay, my again, bad. Now, I think, I think Disney had already done it and done it well, so if they followed this formula, we would have never saw Terry Crews and Ludacris do whatever the fuck that was they were trying to do. <laughs> Yo, he was walking through the neighborhood with an axe. <laughs> I, I still haven't seen it. I, I value my time. This man had a tricked out I will piece. never get back because of you all. That looked like the Infinity Stone. Jesus. Oh. I, you know what, I, I think I, I got one, man. When yep. you were talking just now. So, um, I, I'm not trying to like really date myself, but you you would know about this movie, but Indecent Proposal, I feel like, would be one of those movies where the concept of it was, like, brilliant. But the execution, as to your point, was awful. So it's a guy offering a million dollars to have a man's wife for a night. You're like, damn, this is intriguing. Except the movie fucking sucks. So maybe that's something that, that could be revisited with better writers, better direction, brought more into 2020 and things like that. I don't, I don't know how you feel about that, but I thought it was a brilliant concept, but it just was not a good movie. I, I can think of several. Popular. It was very popular, um, but I I will say that that concept is, I would watch that more as a thirty minute TV show, maybe even a reality show, like a like a game show, like indecent proposal. <laughs> will he do it? Find out after the commercial break. You know what I mean? Like I I would watch that more than I would a two hour story about a yes or no question. Like a dude approach you in the in the grocery store and it's like, hey, I wanna I wanna have sex with or actually not even sex, whatever. I wanna spend the weekend with your wife 
when all all things are on the table for a million dollars, it's either yes or no, and that's like end credit. You know what I mean? Like so. Anyway, I get where you're going, oh, and yeah, I, I think jerk, maybe, right maybe maybe you have a <laughs> jerk. Maybe you have a better example of some stuff that you want to see redone. So, Kusha, you were well, real. For me, I, was gonna say you I were think real made some... up to tell me that was bad. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, yeah, I, I fluffed that way up. Yeah. Well, for me, there are a couple of cult classics that I think that just did not have the budget. And they just flopped through. They could have done a lot better if they had the budget. But then would it still be a cult classic with the budget? You know, at, it, you kind of teetered the line on that. But there, every pretty much every M. Night Shyamalan movie, I think, would be better if it was Man, written, directed, like and acted you, by different you, people. You read my mind. And I think we have this conversation pretty often about how how great his concepts are, but how terrible the execution is. I want to say Adam Sandler's up there with some of those as well. Very creative concepts for all of his movies. Christopher well, Nolan is up there with me because with his Batman movies, other than the one with the Joker, it, I think they could have been executed better. Well, no. Let's not get out, let's get out of it. Let's not go, I, you know, let's not go ridiculous here now. We're talking about the Nolan trilogy here. Hands off. Just saying. I, I'd, I'd like to see maybe, uh, what, Anaconda? Something like that. I don't know. That's when Jennifer Lopez's ass was kind of nice, so I don't. I don't know if you could really mess with that. <laughs> they did like nine of those Anaconda movies anyway, though. Yeah, they they, they kept going way way too way too long. There's a master of the other one to movie that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad with Dolph Lundgren in it. Oh man, that could have been a whole lot better. Been been. I, the women are completely silent on this. Like, where where are y'all? Don't y'all want to see Not previously made? This stuff. We have no idea what the hell y'all are talking about. <laughs> They're saying they don't Don get Moon? it. Yeah, it's totally over my head. I'm just like, yeah. I don't, I'm, you know. Just letting you guys go for it. You're so excited about it. Yeah, because y'all there's so many bad movies. The discuss this. <laughs> uh, so this, so this is, yeah. so this isn't a good topic. That's fine, whatever. It is. Quiet, I fellas. just don't. I can't contribute, so I'm just listening. Once, I was kind of once again. The women are stifling the men. <laughs> and We're used y'all to this. already know we couldn't even watch one movie to have a <laughs> much less come up with a whole list of movies that need to be redone. We were not reliable sources for this. Exactly. Thank you, Tiki. They knew what they signed up for, and they did it anyway. Uh, yeah, point, points bullshit. were made, y'all. Points were made. That's yeah. bullshit. You know what, Tiki? I ain't putting. Ain't nobody putting nothing right there. We, we're just gonna just, just. This is bad. Don't call us out like that. This is a perfectly good conversation, and you girls are like, you know y'all what? Y'all were perfectly fine until we got. It was a perfectly fine conversation until y'all called us out for not saying anything. I mean, I'm just saying. But no, just seriously, is there hold on, is there hold any on. movie that you've seen that you were like, oh my god, this could have been better if Denzel Washington was in it, or nothing? That's like Channing every Tatum, movie. Whoever the girls are liking these days. <laughs> Channing Tatum. I, I can't believe they made of any of those Magic Mike movies. Yeah, I don't. I mean, any movie that Denzel's in is a good. Movie. And I'm I'm a. 
I didn't watch um, any of the Magic Mike movies for the storyline. I can't even tell you what the hell the storyline was about, but I can tell you what some abs look like. So oh, unless God. they found some oh. better abs to put in the movie, who gave a damn? And I, I want yeah, to tell Diva, Diva, Denzel Washington has virtuosity on his uh, resume, so you may want to reassess uh, where you said that all the movies. That, that man is a fantastic actor. Virtuosity is You probably awful. hasn't seen it. Oh, she probably had I've never even heard of it. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. Thank you. Good call, Easy. Yes. No, I haven't seen that I, one. I could have told you that. <laughs> I really don't watch a lot of TV, guys. Like, I don't have time. The one time I did make time to watch a movie, y'all freaking made me watch John Henry, for God's sake. Jeez. Well, you could have watched Great. The Interaction. It was a, all a these, far all better movie. points on the lady side. Lord have mercy. <laughs> And 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 even I'm what, still what are you doing? Whose side are you on? Huh? What are we doing here? What, I, I'm, 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 the, uh, I'm the moderator. I, I'm just going back and forth. The moderation oh. side is the best side. Petty on both ends. I just want to say personally I think, that Kujo, I think, I think this it, was a was a damn damn fine topic personally. No 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 no. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just we're just gonna continue. That's the top of my list of movies I want to see remade. Is the last Airbender, and I want it to be called Avatar. Fuck James Tamer. The last, the last who? The last Airbender. And, yeah, I was going to say that was going to be my choice. If they could redo Avatar: The Last Airbender, that would be great because none of the characters looked anything like they were supposed to. Wait, quick question: Was that an M Night Shyamalan movie? It sure it was. was. Yeah, they need to redo all them fucking movies. <laughs> Every last one of them. You know what? Yeah, they're all. It just uh, Quentin Tarantino's up there too. Michael Bay. I mean, we can go down half of their portfolio, and we could probably make it. If we did a redo, it'd probably be much better than what it came out. Especially Michael you Bay. Know what? Explosion. Kujo, you had brought up a point yes, last I'm week, and, and it just it just dawned on me just now where we were talking about Alicia Keys and um, we were talking about Alicia Keys and uh, John Legend about how, you know, basically they had one big, two or three big hits and, you know, they kept going. That was M. M. Night Shyamalan. He had, he won, basically won one in a row. He had a one game winning streak with, um, dang, the movie's slipping my mind. You know, with Bruce Willis, the Six Sense and Signs. I will throw Signs up there. I saw that. And he, I thought it was and that was it. <laughs> yeah, let's give her a hand. something. <laughs> <laughs> Circa nineteen ninety eight. Uh-huh. I, I just, but yeah, those two, those two movies. He had he had uh, he had his two two game winning streak, and then just continued to turn out turd after turd. And again, I will say a lot of his movies hold up until maybe about the third act. And it falls. Oh, wow. This shit. sounds like John Henry. That sounds like John Henry. <laughs> John, John oh, Henry didn't hold up at all. I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin anymore talking about John Henry anymore. Look, Cooch, I'm gonna tell you something. Man. This is a damn fine subject. It sounds like we need to go into aftermath and just talk movies one of these days. Let's and do we'll, it. Yes. We don't we don't need the girls do for that. We will oh. do it on our own. We will, we will we'll end on this note. There is a ba- there is a bad movie that I heard rumors is being remade, 
and that's Highlander. And I think that's a oh, that, okay. is, that was a very wild choice. That's not terrible. Okay. Highlander was pretty right. bad. I mean, it wasn't Ghost Dad, but you know. I saw that. Oh, I know what a horrible remake was. Who was that chick who tried to redo Tomb Raider? That was horrible. Okay, yeah, okay. now we're really killing the segment when we talk about that. remaking. Yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> you you reaching hard on that one. You reaching yeah. hella hard. <laughs> you reaching okay, so hard. Okay, <laughs> so okay, so when I try to hold my peace, you, Tiki, you can't make them happy. I swear. No, 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 no. No, you, you literally went you didn't way read from <laughs> left field <laughs> and actually picked something that was decent. No, she didn't read the assignment. The assignment was to pick a bad movie that needs to be remade, not a remake that was already that was good. good that they made good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> what Wait, so on? the Tomb Raider remake was good? With that, okay, yeah. I'm talking about okay. Tomb Raider. Angelina Jolie made Tomb Raider. I thought it was awesome. There was a, like maybe. Three years ago or so, there was this unknown white girl who came and did Tomb Raider, and I was like, "This is horrible. Why would she do that? She's not Angelina Jolie. She sucks." Um, Just easy. Uh, p- please uh, rescue us with your your weekly segment of One Gotta Go, please, please. I can't believe she even tried to bring Tomb Raider in this. Uh, <laughs> all right, y'all. I thought you was playing Big Booty Hoes with that guy. Even the remake Sorry. of the video games was good. Okay, all right, I'm done. Uh, oh, hell, I ain't played this week. I had definitely not seen video games. I'm not even going to, I'm going to disregard that. This week's one got to go. We're going the social media route. We got four options. Facebook. YouTube. Instagram. And Twitter. And I'm just saying, Instagram and YouTube are staying. They are safe. You, this they are absolutely safe. YouTube. I'm going to go with YouTube. I can watch videos on all those other platforms. Oh, wow. Like this, they all embed videos. So I can watch videos on every other platform. YouTube can't replicate what any of the other ones do. Uh, you can't watch every video on every platform. YouTube has everything. Like, are you going to find instructional videos on Facebook? Yeah, if you narrow Hell down no. searches to like 20 different things. Think about it. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if they enhance the search, then you would have that option. That's just the, that is Look, a small enhancement that Facebook to find can do. Something you found funny video-wise on Facebook. It is damn near impossible. If you don't save it on Facebook, you're never going to see it again. You know you know what's also impossible? Posting that's a status true. to YouTube. Oh, my God. That's, that's not the there. purpose of YouTube. That's not the purpose of YouTube, though. That made no sense. If you're what going I'm saying is that all the status... The other platforms can absorb the functionality of YouTube. If all YouTube ex- is, exists to do is play videos, all the other platforms can play videos. You can't post a status on YouTube. You can't make a thread of tweets on YouTube. You can't 
do a you know, story on you. I, I appreciate Cujo's uh, overthinking in this segment. It, it always brings an interesting perspective that I just happen to disagree with. That's right. You know. <laughs> I'm getting rid of Facebook. I'm I'm with I'm with Tiki. I'm getting rid of Facebook. I'm getting rid of Facebook as well. Great on that. You know the majority of our followers are on Facebook, right? Let's clarify, just because it's gotta go doesn't mean that the three of us are saying it's trash. We're just saying it's right. good but not as good as the other three. That's 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 kinda like saying it's bad. You're basically you've basically narrowed down the only social media platform that really anybody use. I mean, TikTok and Snapchat. I mean, there, there's some other ones that are missing. Like, we could have put TikTok, we could have put Snapchat, we could have put uh, Reddit. Snapchat is for 12-year-olds. Reddit is for nerds who want to complain. Like, that's just... Hey, 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 lower your voice. Lower hey, your voice on Reddit. <laughs> lower your voice. <laughs> lower your voice, sir. You're, you're too really? loud right now. Pinterest is for housewives and Hey, and wait a minute now. I, I get some hey, good Hold up, man. Man, listen. Have the meals that these girls come up with that are fancy, fancy, and weddings, so all that stuff comes from Pinterest. Decorating a house, um, it is geared towards women, but that's just it. Hey, you know how hard it is to find a recipe on Facebook? You better save it, because that bitch is yes, never going to appear again. You know how hard it is for your friend to say, hey, did you see my status? And you're like, what status? I posted something an hour ago. You did? I didn't see it. You know what's annoying? <laughs> when, you're, when you're on Pinterest and you're like, oh, I want to read more about this, but then it's like a photo and it's nothing else attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a nice picture. That's hilarious. Sounds like Instagram. Just saying. Well, so all the, the majority other platforms do the same. What are you getting Facebook. rid of? Yeah. I know he's not getting rid of Facebook. I know that. I'm getting rid of Twitter, actually. He's rid of Twitter. I figured we're going to Twitter route. But, but yeah, I'm getting rid of Twitter. Um, Instagram and, and Facebook are basically married to each other, basically, you know, for the most part. And you know, YouTube is YouTube. I don't even know how YouTube is actually considered social media. It's just you watching videos and reading the dumbass comments. Like if you listen to a song and reading some guy writing a bunch of rap because he wants to get, you know, discovered, you know, hashtag bar. So, yeah, it's, it's a Twitter. You kind of just made. Yeah. So, so you don't, so you don't look up handyman YouTube. videos on YouTube? Like you just want to throw underground rappers under the bus? Is that what we're trying to do on our platform? Wow. No, I didn't. Okay. That's a good point. He, he, wow. He, he said that. I wasn't throwing underground rappers on there because I'm pretty sure that the guy in the comment section is giving away all his lyrics for free. We have not played his song on the show. I can guarantee you, don't know. you we've not played his song on the show. What if it, what would so, what if it was like a, a dummy account? You know they have those. Oh, well, we'll have to see about that. They'll let me know. But if you're writing your lyrics in the YouTube comments, we don't want you on the show anyway. So there you go. I well, it. I think that's the, some of the, the best part about YouTube is the comments. Like, you can read YouTube comments yeah. under a video for like an hour and be thoroughly entertained. Tracking that that's how, that's that ain't got, that ain't that got nothing comments. on the Facebook comments of, yeah. of a couple that's having a passive-aggressive fight. That's the comments you want to read. 
not you know some guy in New Hampshire writing you know lyrics in the, Dude, in the that's, comments. That's not even interesting. You could have said like news channel comments, like under stories. Yeah. Like you could have said yeah. like he said a video comments on somebody fight. like getting shot. <laughs> you you really brought in a couple, really? Okay, hey, but I told you he fixed the face. Because he fits the Facebook demographic. It's like 40 and up. And, he, you know, that's the age why are you taking shots at Why are you taking shots at me? I haven't even badgered you tonight. I didn't even mess with you, mess with you for not listening, like, this week. Because you were clearly not listening in the last segment. You yeah, to but you took, the baby, you took the baby boomer approach. Hey, baby, did you see uh, Joycelyn and her husband got into an argument in the comments? He chose an excellent he chose an excellent old name too. <laughs> Joycelyn. <laughs> oh Did my god, I'm crying real tears. Wait, but we didn't even we didn't even get to get the jerk, the the real resident old man of the crew. We didn't even ask him. Did you see Marshall and Autumn going at it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Twitter because I'm anti-reading. Like 280 characters, that's just. If I can't see, you can't put the shit in the video. I ain't trying to be bothered with it. Those <laughs> videos on YouTube should be funny. Oh Jesus, this is so funny. Oh my God, this show. You know, you know what? This is a good one. Got to go. I think that we should probably jump ship while it's is good and jump right into random if we can. That's good stuff again from your man EZ with the one gotta go. Look kid, you know you made it you know you've made it on the show when you get theme music. So there you go. So who's gonna randomly go first? Who's gonna be it should be Diva. She's been lively. You said you got a rant. Let's let's hear you out. (laughs) So I had to think long and hard about what what do I feel passionately that annoys me. So I had to I had to go back to pre COVID before we got, you know, on the lockdown. So this rant is for men, not all men, but a specific type of men who always has to question a woman's height. So oh, it's okay, we know we're <laughs> huh? I said this is gonna be good. Man. Okay. So this is just my experience and other tall women experience out there. We had a meeting amongst the Amazon and we're consistent. Amen. I know we are considered exotic, cool, but what becomes fucking weird is when you literally ask me, How did you get so tall? I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't fucking know. Maybe it's genetics. <laughs> and then don't stand next to me shoulder to fucking shoulder now trying to compare your height against mine to prove that you're a little bit taller than me to second guess that I told you I'm 5'11". Please, you're killing me. It's so annoying and it's very awkward because half the time I, like, actually don't fucking know you personally and now you're in my personal space. It just makes you look ridiculous. Also... Why would I lie about my age? You say, hey, I'm 5'11". Are you sure? The fuck do you mean are you sure? Who lies about that? Like, who is a grown woman goes around and makes up her height? I'm just saying. And please, 
if you have a hidden agenda, don't share it with me. I have literally <laughs> had men say, hey, um, I know I'm short, but I purposely want to procreate with a tall woman because I want my future sons to have a shot and not be short. That's creepy. Please don't say that to us. We really don't care, and it makes us want to back away from you very, very quickly. Also, if you're interested, but don't ask. Just think it. But don't ask me. So how do how do the men you've dated in the past react to you being tall? I mean, do you date, like, shorter guys or tall guys? I bet, I bet short guys like you, don't they? Are they obsessed with you? Please keep your fetish to yourself. It's very weird. Just admire my goddess-like image and just walk away. You're welcome. That is my rant. I hope this helps you navigate talking to very attractive tall women. Don't be creepy. Just Can I ask say a question? hi. Bye. Wow. Yes. Can I ask you a question? Did you play basketball? Yes. No, I didn't. <laughs> I hate being a bitch. I hate that. No, I hate that. Hey, wait. Hey, volleyball. I don't like the fucking WNBA. Volleyball is a nice alternative. Just ask volleyball, man. It doesn't offend them as much. When I say, they say, hey, I bet you play basketball. First of all, they don't even ask if I played basketball. They just assume it as what position I played. And then when I say, hey, no, I didn't play basketball, the disappointment of my existence that comes across <laughs> their face is just <laughs> like a slow facial. I'm just like, I don't know you. How are you literally this disappointed? Like, you, we didn't even go to the same school. Like, you couldn't even root for us. Yeah. No, the hell I did not play damn basketball. Stop being stereotypical. <laughs> yes. That was, that was and, volleyball, and don't, fella, don't yell out the window. Don't yell out the window and call us fucking Big Red when we're walking down the street. We don't like that shit either. It's not my fault that I'm tall and that of my skin color. I don't like that shit either. I can so feel her on this rant. I, oh, it's a, it's yes. a, this, is a this, Thank is, you. this is personal. Yes. Could you feel the passion? It's creepy. There's a lot of creepy guys out there. And then I'm going to climb you like a tree. Please don't. That is reminiscent of a small child, and nothing about that is attractive. It's weird. Can wow, I put my face yeah, in the No, that's weird. Wow. ATL <laughs> has been provoked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tiki, I heard right that. There. Tiki, oh, so you know fine. what else I hate? We're all, the same. we're all the same height when we laying down. No, we're still, you're still fucking short. Your feet still suck yes. on your kneecap. That shit's not sexy. Correct. Get the hell away. Thank you. No, it's really not. Mm-mm. That's some awkward spoonage, I'm telling you now. Don't. It no. is. Mm-mm. All right. I know this is left field as fuck. Given the tall fetishes, do you find that people who are in the tall fetishes are in the feet? Yes. They are. Very much so. We should have started this and this ran off with the show. We could have we could have <laughs> went to places with, with this. I'm I'm gonna say this. I am I am afraid to give my random because these two women are provoked. And by the way, I just want to say that my my wife is 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 five ten. So I love me a tall woman too. Just putting that out there. But uh, my I'm, I'm gonna, pay, I'm gonna that, piggyback on that as well. And ditto. Yeah, it's just something about them. Yeah. So 
every inch, every chance I get, every goddamn inch. Tall women, man. You know that. Yeah, every inch. <laughs> they, shit. They the best ones. They the best nothing, ones out there. Nothing against you if you're short, but boy, a tall goddess. Uh, well, anyway, uh, my random is uh, so. I remember Tiki was just saying when we were talking about social media about how um, she's kind of taking a break from certain from taking a break from certain social media, and I was gonna say that um, this is quite clear considering the fact that her uh, Instagram profile is still promoting the show that she's no longer on and is not even on the air anymore. I'm just saying, just talking that out there. Thanks. Damn, that was shady. Wow. What I do? MC Sheen is coming for everybody on the show today. He went for Jerk. He went for Tiki. You know I ain't went yet, so don't come for me like that. Uh, hey, don't you know use I my quote on me. I'm not trying to uh-huh. get in trouble. Uh-huh. Don't uh-huh. use my quote on uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm, I spoke my piece. I'm sitting back. MC Sheen thinking about firing some people. Well, let me go and get fired. Thank you, Diva. That was an excellent rant. I fully support you, Coach. Thank you. Uh, I'm a woman who has two sisters, and both of the, my, both of my sisters are five foot three, and I'm five foot ten. People keep asking me, "Are you ah. sure y'all have the same parents?" Yes, we got the same parents. Ah. I'm not a fucking anomaly. I'm the same height as my damn daddy. My mother is five foot seven. I'm not weird. I'm fucking normal. It's called genetics, okay? In fact, they're the weird ones, okay? They're super short. They're the weird ones. I totally feel you, girl. Second of all, Thanks. I heard 16 come for me earlier. Since he's coming for people tonight, let me just go on down the list. Uh-oh. I heard him come, out, er, come for me earlier talking about, oh, ain't nobody putting it right there when we were talking earlier. That sounded like a man who's already heard a woman have a conversation about somebody not putting something somewhere. So we're just going to leave it right there. Mm. Of all, <laughs> right there. Leave it right, right there. there. Right there. Don't Third of all, a topic that we didn't, we kind of touched on, but we really didn't touch on, that really has bothered me this week and really resonates with me is about all of the murders and the killings that are going on. You know, it's, you know, everybody talks about how it's really bad in Chicago. It's really bad in you know, New York. It's really bad here, that, and every place else. But, you know, it's happening here in Atlanta as well. I think uh, Auntie Keisha said that we had about, what, 75 in the last few weeks here in the city of Atlanta. And even this week, mm-hmm. an eight-year-old girl was shot and killed. And the only thing she was doing was riding the car with her mama. They saw some stuff going down, tried to make a U-turn at a car wash, couldn't make the turn fast enough, and that baby got shot in the car with her mama. Right there on University Avenue across the street from the Wendy's where Mr. Brooks was killed. That shit hurt me to my heart because I saw that mama, her mama, on the TV, and she was crying uncontrollably. Nobody could console her. Because her baby is gone. Her baby was eight years old. She hasn't even had a chance to even understand what life is even about, and that baby is gone. And I can tell you right now, speaking from a mother that has had multiple miscarriages, I miscarried five times before I had Isabella. And I can tell you right now, it's not a damn thing 
on this earth that will keep me killing somebody or hurting somebody if somebody ever ended the life of my child. Because I have worked too hard to get my baby here for somebody to end her life over some foolishness because we happen to have been going to the store or we stopped at a red light or whatever the case may be. So for whoever is out here killing these babies, you deserve a special place in hell to rot in until the end of time. Because there is nothing worse than a mama having to bear her child, much less a young child who had nothing to do with any of this foolishness in the world. Now, when we start addressing that and putting those idiots someplace extra special, like I almost feel like you should get extra time on your sentence for every year a child is under 13 that you've killed, be it random gunfire or whatever else. You need to be in jail for some extra time. Just because yeah, that baby didn't have a chance. Exactly. Yeah. Multiply and then multiply it by two. Exactly. You got babies out here dying over some dumb shit that they ain't had nothing to do with. That shit, that bothers me. That hurt me to my core. And there's nothing that nobody's going to be able to tell me uh, uh, that's going to make it better. I don't care about no marches. I don't care about no blackouts. I don't care about none of that. Until we get a handle on that the rest of this can miss me. That's my rant. Okay, from the heart of a mother, that was hurtful. 100% agree. 100% agree. I, I've always, always, one of my, my catchphrases, if, if anything like that happens, plan two funerals. If I have to plan a funeral, somebody in your family planning one too. I'll die by that. And I'm not going to jail, by the way. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I'll be confident. That's what I'm not. I'm going to straight get away with that. Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm not going, but somebody's going to jail, but it's, I'm not going to jail. Wow, there we go. Follow. Um, yeah, <laughs> yep. Right. Impassioned by... <laughs> Yeah. Blue. Yeah. Mine is mine is silly as fuck, so I, I really don't want to go after that. Um, but I will. Cujo, I'm in the same spot. I, I don't yeah. know. Please um, don't do my funny right in the world. You gotta go. We need that. That's uh, that's like that's, that's like carrot top <laughs> coming on after MLK. Like nobody wants to hear what the fuck that chica has to say. After anyway. Um, it looks like somebody watching John Henry afterwards. There you go. Nobody wants to watch that. <laughs> Terry Crews is gonna I come on the show and he's gonna and, and, and he he's gonna tell each and every one of y'all about y'all self. You better tread like you find his movie. Anyway, three D TVs did not go the way that we thought that they was gonna go. Three D TVs did not work out. That was a huge thing circa, I don't know, 2010, 8, something like that. Everybody was getting 3D TVs. Everybody was ramping up. 3D was going to be the next thing. People were buying 3D TVs. Where are they now? Like, if you bought a 3D TV, because those things wasn't cheap. Like, TVs in general have gotten a lot less expensive. I mean, even back then for how expensive other TVs were. 3D TVs were that much more expensive. Are people still sitting in their house with fucking glasses on watching 3D TVs? 
Where you where are you getting the me where are you getting the media to play on that thing? Or is it just sitting in the basement collecting dust? Why did we why did we bail on that? I never liked it. It was popular. Everybody ever I'm sure yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody on this panel has they in the same place that was, was, DVDs and Crystal Crystal Pepsi and all the other failed experiments. Yeah, but Crystal Chris, Chris, Crystal Pepsi cost you maybe maybe a dollar twenty five. That three D TV was a seventy five hundred for for a thirty two inch seventy five hundred dollar investment that, that that did not pan out. Anyway, that was my thing. Now watch, 3D TV is going to come back just because I said something. Might not be right now. <laughs> and it's going to be like glasses free or some shit. Uh, right, but none of the programs are actually in 3D, so that's going to be hilarious. It's going to be like that Nintendo 3DS shit that they had where it's like the screen got some kind of thing on top where it looked like it's 3D, but it ain't really 3D. I know. How dumb do they think they are? They bailed on that shit too. Mm. Who's next on the random rank? Oh, easy, right? Go. Honey, did you see Ulysses and Margaret? They got at it again. (laughs) 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 Nah, but in all seriousness, um, can some of you people please, like, shine in peace? Like, do you have to really brag about every accomplishment on social media? <laughs> like, every single one? Like, can you at least that shine in peace story. on a few things? Can a few things catch me by surprise? Mm. Just a few. Bonita betrayed. that their boo bought them something or that they got uh, uh, kudos at work or that their kid did something in school? You don't want to know all of that? I, I mean, look. Unless you're like a celebrity pre-COVID, like nothing amazing is happening to you every day. Like it's just not possible. <laughs> just saying. Hey, second fact. All right, I'm on Diva's good side, y'all. I'm good. Whew. <laughs> Man, I don't need no clap back. <laughs> For now, good, y'all. Because that smoke is out there to be got. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I got I had some audio issues. Did the jerk go yet? Because we are up against it. Yeah, I tried to, but uh, my most random is random. Y'all think way too much about this random stuff. Like it's some deep ass conversations happening just now. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty easy to make motherfuckers feel simple. If you're going to hit the kind of shit y'all hit just now. Um, but, you know, just to, I guess, try to keep up with the level that we have going. Uh, Tiki, I feel for your situation. I, I know exactly how you feel. And that's kind of how I feel about COVID. And the biggest difference between me and that mother that tried to make a U-turn was that the best thing I can do is not send my kids into the wild, wild west. 
And that's why I can't send go. them back. I, I can't. I don't see how the governors do it. I don't see how they can even talk about it. I don't see how they can even contemplate it. Because all of them have kids. So I can't do it. And with that funny tidbit, there you go. <laughs> all right. The, the jerk ending this off here. Um, so hopefully uh, next week when we be, are back on the air, ATL Diva and both Tiki Blue will have calmed down. You know, I'm sorry that, you know, short people have provoked you. Just know that, you know, there are brothers like myself and Cujo and others who love the tall women for which I are and not for, you know, just making those cliche jokes. But um, we um, appreciate everybody taking a listen to the show tonight. Um, we have two aftermaths sitting out here that uh, were done uh, over the last couple of days, so please check that out. The podcast for tonight's show will be available in about an hour on Spotify and several other uh, outlets that we're on, including iHeartRadio, just waiting on a confirmation on that. So, yeah, we'll be back at it again next week, blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show and um it's eight o'clock eastern and seven o'clock central and i don't know what mountain time is google it or whatever but yeah we're yeah also all the tall women please send us pictures of your feet <laughs> it's the radio show <laughs> at gmail.com hey, hey that was that was pretty funny that like diva did answer that question like very quickly like she was educated on the subject <laughs> I mean, it was an you can, experience. <laughs> you can plead a fifth. You can plead a fifth. Plead a fifth, baby. It's all good. <laughs> if you if you made hey, a couple, you, you made a couple thousand dollars off feet pictures. That's a, that's your business. Hey, you know you can't. I mean, the most you can do is be a shoe whore, right? Like it's nice to be. Real quick, before we run out of show, if you are an artist that wants to be added to our musical rotation, send your MP3s to the radio show inbox at gmail.com. All right? We, we want to showcase. And do not send a picture MP3s of your feet. MP3s sound so old. Well, what am I saying? I your same MP3 sounds so dated. <laughs> It sounds hey, so uh, Can you pass me my MP3 player? You know, the Sony one with the black and white graphics? Oh, my God. The Walkman? I just unplugged it from my laptop. I used LimeWire to get all of my music. You know what I'm saying? Send us your MP3s. And also, if you have any album artwork, send us a JPEG <laughs> file of your uh, album artwork cover. <laughs> Branding, man, branding. That's why I always thought Zoom meetings was a bad idea because the Zoom did not go far. Uh, All right, we we gotta get out of here now. I've put my yeah. Uh, finish your smart art. Finish your smart art creations. <laughs> right. we, Bye, y'all. We, we, we appreciate y'all. Um, couple of aftermaths coming uh, this weekend as well, so please check us out, but we appreciate y'all, and we'll holler at you next week. Shout out to all tall women. You. Yes, they're great. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise.
tall is five five ten and up. Yeah. Five nine maybe. We love all our sisters. We just got out the tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get about the Yeah. Get out next week. Filipino nation, stand up. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm.